0: Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gates daily podcast. I'm Jessica Wright sharing a thought for the day with you. It's almost been a year since I turned 40, so I'm coming in hot to my 41st birthday, which is pretty crazy, but here I come. And it's crazy that in one year, this huge transformation has happened all around me in my life. In my family's life, my children have grown so much spiritually in the past year. It's just incredible. And I share about that all the time. I share personal things on here all the time because not because I think that you want to hear about my life, but because I feel like maybe there's something that I'm sharing with you that stirs inside of you for where you are in your life. So I guess it's just daily chit chats, hangouts with Jessica. So you're welcome. (laughs) Apologies in advance or you're welcome. It just depends on how you view it. But I've been thinking about this past year and on my 40th birthday, right after it, my husband and I came back from a trip and my dad, who was our pastor forever, our spiritual father, all the things was like it's time for me to retire to hand this to the next generation and i'm i'm done you know and he's like i want to be able to cheer on the next generation which is so cool because i'm afraid that's not common and i'm so thankful that he would do that so he can be here to cheer it on and be a part of everything that's happening and so much has changed and the pastor that's in charge now, our our spiritual leader now, is has always been like a brother to me. He's one of my dad's spiritual sons, and now it has come full circle. And he is leading. He is leading everything here, and it has just exploded and crazy, incredible, and so many things. And I've shared about this so many times about how there's this sweet presence that happens and just I I see so many people getting rocked and being moved and just this fire and all of these things and it's been all about the heart and really the love of God and everything that he is in that because really that's like one of the most important things of him that is the most important thing and So it's been amazing, and and I've shared with you guys before how, you know, I was watching, you know, I lead worship, and and a lot of times all these encounters will happen, especially with our young people, but it's everyone, but the young people are leading the way, which is so exciting, and we're all cheering them on, and I love having a front row seat to it, but I remember back in the summer, like, being just amazed at everything happening in the young people, and I'm like wait a minute, why am I not feeling this? Like I still have worshiped. I've done all these things and I've shared this with you guys before, but I have some, some new things he's showing me. So I'm going to share more with you. But, and if you're hearing this for the first time, here I go. But (laughs) so I realized, wait a minute, I do not, I feel numb to this. Like, what, is there something wrong with me? Like what is happening? You know? And It scared me because I've always been so close to His presence. I've always been a worshiper. I've never stopped worshiping. But there is this depth in my worship, you know, that place, that place of first love. And not saying that I have to go back to something, but I tell you, I remember, I remember when I discovered the love of God. When I, it all became life to me instead of just this pastor's kid listening and falling asleep on the front row. <laughs> I was probably too big to be falling asleep on the front row in church, but um, but not really engaging and bored at church and all that. And all of a sudden overnight, I could not get enough of him. I could not read enough scripture. I could not believe what the scripture said that I always thought it was boring and suddenly it was life to me. And I just literally could not get enough. And and that lasted for a long time. And I, I've never gone astray. Because to me, once you've really tasted and seen, there is no talking me out of who I know. You know? It's just, there is no sin that could tempt. None of that. Because... He's worth everything and he's, he's my focus and always has been, but then I, you know, I'm coming into this atmosphere of what's happening and I'm like, okay, am I, am I mature for this? Am I too mature for this? Or is this like, you know, is this baby steps that they're going through? And I've already been through that. And, and I was like, you know what? No, I want to be in the same place of burning on fire love of God in me and, I'm just consumed with it, and I realized I had come to a place where my heart wasn't as tender, and so it freaked me out. I'm like, "Am I calloused? Um, am I? Uh, what's what's going on?" So it's been a process, and I've had a couple of times where all of that has just melted away, and he has just pierced my heart, and it's been so powerful, and I and I've shared that with you guys, and I'm just. I haven't stopped in that journey. And I think that's that's beautiful. The journey is beautiful, even when it feels hard. And recently, we were in a service, and I was just the whole time, like, I felt like I was knocking on the door. I was banging on the door. And I was like, you know, open up. I want my heart to open up. Like, what else do I do? I know if I ask you for bread, you do not give me a stone. You know, father, i I just want more. I want to be so tender to your presence. And I don't want to be numb to anything. And so this whole service, I remember feeling that, um, just crying out for it. And it's crazy because the song that I had been been being ministered to by with for like two weeks has been nonstop playing. The lady that was leading worship, which is her song from her album Summit Sounds, Nikki Mathis, um, one of her songs that had just been an anthem for me. I, oh gosh, it's so good. Um, she began to sing it that night. That night, I'm just sitting there crying out, and I was like hitting my husband, like, oh my gosh, she's singing that for me. I just know it. <laughs> um, but I still was like, Father, I. I want to feel your presence even more. I want that deep, not just the surface. And and our pastor that he just really embraces and engages all of this and just makes so much room for it. Um came over and he just kind of lays hands on people as they're having encounters or whatever, but um he came over and put his arm around me like a big brother and I was like, "Okay, Okay, Father, I want to feel this. I want to feel the tenderness, you know. And I still didn't feel anything. And my husband joined in on it, and it just began. That floodgate just opened and it was just whoo, it was powerful. And and then I felt it kind of close again. So I'm like, "What is going on?" And this past week we were in prayer. And which we have incredible prayer services uh, for two hours on Tuesdays. And I've been just leaning into him being the keeper, the keeper of my heart and seeing that different. And in prayer, I was like, my goodness, my goodness, I'm seeing this different. He is the keeper of my heart. When I was young, I gave him my heart. There's nothing wrong with my heart. My heart is not calloused. Um, Nothing's shut down. He is the keeper of my heart. He's who I gave my heart to. And so my heart has been in a protected place for such a time as this. And there's been the moments where that opening has taken place. and, And now I'm realizing, even though I knew this, but in a different way that He holds the key to my heart. And I'm just, and I hope you listen to this and don't think, oh, that's baby stuff or oh, that's elementary. Um, I hope that this pierces you, that, that you never lose first love. That that is always where I'm the first worshiper to the throne and the last to go home. The first worshiper that never leaves, stays at his feet because you just can't get enough. That is what I'm talking about. Nothing else is more important than being in his presence. There is no, there's nothing. I mean, that is the most important thing. And out of that, being in that, that overflows to ministry to others and all of that. Like all the other things that are added and that are in him, everything that he's about are just bonuses, but his presence, you know, how can you, I saw a quote the other day about, and I'm summarizing it because I don't remember everything to the exact, but, you know, you can't expect to have a relationship with somebody that you don't communicate or talk to, and you can't just expect his presence just to surround you if you're not talking to him, if you're not giving him your time and engaging him. You can't just expect it when you go to church, whatever day you go to church or if you go to church. Um, You can't just expect him to show up and you have this strong relationship with him when you're not giving into that. That's how relationships grow. And communication is always one of the biggest things that something I learned in my family growing up is communication is key, especially in marriage. <laughs> communication is key. Unfortunately for my husband, during some of our marriage, it would be at 11 o'clock at night or midnight that I'd be like, you know what bothers me? <laughs> and he would have been asleep for an hour, you know? When I'm sitting there in the quiet thinking about something he does that gets on my nerves. (laughs) He's like, could we have not talked about this at a decent hour? (laughs) Um, I finally quit doing that. But we communicate and that's how we have such a special relationship. And the same with the father. You can't expect to do all these things, to be in his presence, to have all these encounters when you're not Giving your time into him and pouring into him and just opening up. And that's what I'm doing. I'm learning to open up to give him permission, which he's had my heart. And I'm like, okay, let's let the floodgates out. Let's do this. You know, I'm ready. I'm here. I'm ready. And it's just, it's beautiful. I'm thankful. And I feel like in the past year, so much transformation has happened. Yes, there's been hard times, there's been a shaking, there's been a a pressing, there's been all of these things, but it's just become a beautiful thing where the caterpillar goes into the cocoon, you know, and becomes a butterfly. So during all that process, um, yeah, there was things that were uncomfortable or who am I? What do I do? What does this look like? You know? And now I'm like, wow, I'm just thankful. I don't even care what I do. I'm just going to sit at his feet. (laughs) And um, it's just, I'm truly thankful. And I just encourage you right where you are, just to open up to him and let your heart be tender if you've given him your heart or you need to give him your heart and allow him to hold the keys hold the keys to your heart, allow him to unlock your heart so that you can go deeper into his presence, into his love. It lists all of these things, um, peace, joy, you know, but the greatest of these is love. The greatest of all of it is love. It's powerful. It can it can move mountains too. You know, it can do all of the things. And I just want to be consumed with his love and he be my focal point. And then everything else will be added. And I don't have to strive for anything that I just lean into him and all of these things overtake, overcome, and yes, are wonderful. So just engage his love, and have a wonderful day. Shalom.